welcome to Becoming Whole podcast. I am your host, Claire Bradshaw, a life coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. Join me as I explore with my guests what it means to live a life of wholeness and connectedness, a life where all parts of ourselves, our body, mind and spirit come together into alignment, where we're truly living into our own personal values and the fullest expression of who we are. So if you're a seeker, a feeler and someone wanting more from your precious life, then tune in every fortnight and let's grow together. Hello and welcome to Becoming Whole Podcast. We are up to episode number 40, which is so exciting. I've been running this podcast for nearly two years now. So um, I've had an absolute blast running this podcast, speaking to incredible guests and, um, you know, connecting with the community as well. It's brought an absolute joy to my life. So it's been an absolute pleasure to share this podcast with you all. Um, So yeah, episode number 40, this is going to be one that I am going to be doing on my own. I realized that I haven't done a solo episode for a while. And while I was traveling, I've just um, been traveling around um, Europe, connecting with friends and family over that way, but also um, traveling through to Abu Dhabi to see some friends. Um, I took a little break from the podcast. And while I was away, I was thinking about some of the key things that I've learned over the last sort of five to six years as I've kind of gone deep into an inward journey Um, and through that journey I've learned a lot about myself and a lot about life and you know this is one of the things that's really enriched um, my teaching of yoga but then also um, coaching my clients and so one of the topics that um, I'm going to be talking about today which is really you know close to my heart has made a huge difference to my own life is um, living via love versus fear and looking at all of the individual decisions that I make as to whether they're coming from the energy of love or fear. And I'm going to break that this down in this podcast because um, I think it needs a bit of explaining for sure. Um, and I think if someone had asked me many years ago, are you living your life um, from a place of love or fear? I would say, oh yeah, of course love. Mm, that was more what I liked to look at for my life rather than actually what was really happening um and so I had to pull it apart pull apart quite a few of the decisions that I was making and really understand what the energy was that I was bringing to those decisions so I'm going to be breaking that down I'm going to give you a couple of tools here as well um, that can help you on your own journey particularly of course if this is a new concept to you okay so you know as I said this this way of living, this way of being more conscious and being more aware of the energy that I bring to things. You could also say it's the intention that I bring. So, you know, one of the things that I have, you know, got really clear about in terms of my values is I want to live from a place of love, from expansion, from growth and kindness to myself, to others, to the world, to animals. Um, So that's something that is really, really important um, to me. And, um, you know, these, this um, way of looking at things, so whether from fear or love, you can use it for the small everyday decisions. So for example, deciding what to eat, 
whether to say yes or no to an opportunity or to a social occasion. Um, But you can also, of course, use it for the bigger life-changing decisions like career and relationships. You see, we're constantly, you know, throughout our days, we're constantly given choices on which direction we can take our lives. And when we get really, really clear on the energy that we're bringing, we can really start to shape our lives either from the place of fear or from love. Um, And, you know, some of these bigger decisions, though, and I want to make this point, is some of the bigger, bigger decisions, they can feel really overwhelming and scary. And we can hold ourselves back to making a decision due to fear or, um, you know, being worried about making the wrong decision. Um, Or we can make a decision and then constantly doubt that decision, even once, you know, even once we've made it. Um, And that's why I like to recommend to my clients, and this is where I started as well, was by looking at the everyday small decisions that help to guide everyday life. So um, taking these small actions consistently over time is almost like building up a muscle. So if you think about it, you know, you go to the gym and, you know, you exercise and over time, even though, you know, at the start of exercising, you know, you may not feel like you've got the strength. Over time, you start to build up that muscle. There's muscle memory and you're able to deal with, you know, stronger activities, you know, stronger, heavier weights and that type of thing. So it takes time to build up the strength to tackle the bigger decisions so that's why we start small so for example a small decision might be okay how do you treat another human being so for example you go to the toilet and there's a toilet attendant or there's a cleaner somewhere or you go into you know a small shop how are you with the person that you're interacting with you know are you looking at them in the eyes did you treat them with respect and kindness that's one example or, you know, a decision as to whether ha- to have another piece of cake. Another small decision to make. But, of course, you know, if you decide to have a- another piece of cake on that occasion, then the next occasion, are you more likely to have another piece of cake and another, you know, and then think about how that kind of scales up over time. Another decision, a small decision, can be, you know, shall I sleep in instead of exercising this morning? even though that's, you know, part of the plan that you put together. Because if you sleep in that one time, then you're more likely to sleep in the next time you feel like that, and the next time, and the next time. And then, of course, how does that scale up over time? So there's this really wise saying that says, how you do anything is how you do everything. And it's quite a strong one. And when I first heard that and I really broke it down in my own life, it was like, oh, wow. Okay, I see the truth in this. Um, Pretty hard pill to take. But when you just get really clear that you're going to do this work and that you're ready and you're just going to take it one step at the time and you give yourself a whole bunch of kindness and love as you're taking the steps, you start to see how a lot of this stuff is really true. One of the best tools I've come across that really helped me to make these decisions in life, both the big ones and the small ones, that are aligned with my values, so these values of kindness, is to ask myself constantly, is this decision, this reaction, this action, or these words, are they coming from a place or an intention of love? Or are they coming from a place or intention or energy of fear? 
Another way to look at this, is it coming, is this decision coming from a place of abundance and joy? Or is it coming from lack and scarcity? And this is something that I learned probably about four-ish years ago from um, reading Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love, which is based on The Course in Miracles. Um, It's a relatively simple technique, um, but it's not to say that it's easy. You know, it takes time and it takes practice. But it really has helped me to realign my life for the better and really see the positive impacts. And I continue to see them. You know, I'm continually doing this work as well. You know, it's not like, you know, I just tick something off the list and then I said, okay, now what? You know, this doesn't end. Constantly being challenged in this way. So something that I do to start with and um, something that I recommend a lot of people start with is to ask two questions because when we're starting anything, it can be quite overwhelming and um, you know, it can take just a little bit of time, like I said, to build up this muscle. And this, these questions can help us to determine whether we're reacting from a place of love or from fear. So the two questions are, why do I want it? So why do I want this, you know, this opportunity? Why do I want to take this decision? You know, what, what's the reason why? And then how do I want to feel? So once I've made, made that decision or taken up that opportunity, how do I want to feel? So I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. I'm going to break it down. So hopefully that this will be a little bit clearer because with a lot of these concepts, if we just talk about the concept themselves without breaking it down with an example, it can just become a little bit um, just like words really rather than actually you know feeling into um, how it looks. So, so for example, you want to do some exercise. So ask yourself the question, how do I want to feel? And why do I want to do the exercise? So there's, of course, there's many different ways in which, you know, your answer may be, but I'm going to give you two different answers that are quite different. So the first one is, I want to do some exercise because I want to lose weight. And that's because I don't like how I look. The second answer might be, it's because I'm going to feel so much better going for a run. I enjoy it, I'm more energized and alive, and I wanna take good care of my body and mind. Can you see how the first one, so that I want to lose weight and because I don't like how I look, that this first one is coming from a fearful place. So for example, I don't like that, I don't feel that I am good enough as I am, and I want to change how my body looks. And the second one, so that I feel better, I enjoy it, I'm more energized, and I want to take good care of my body and mind. This is coming from a more fulfilled place of wanting to treat my body well and with kindness. The second example I have for you is maybe you're looking to get a new job. So asking ourselves the question, how do I want to feel and why do I want this new job? So the first answer might be, is it because I hate my boss, I'm bored or I'm stressed and actively looking for a new job to get out of my current one? The second answer might be that I'm ready for a new challenge. I'm ready to grow. I'm excited about a new career. 
and looking um, forward to working for this incredible company or team. Can you see how the energy of both of these different these decisions is different? Can you see how, you know, hating my boss and actively looking for a new job to get out of my currently one is really running away, it's avoiding, it's harming. But the other, looking for a new challenge and to grow, being excited about a new career, it's encouraging, it's growth-filled and it's kind. And, you know, one of the reasons why I have found this so, so helpful is that when I got really clear on the decisions that I was making and what energy they were coming from and my reasons for why I wanted to do something and why, you know, how I wanted to feel, I realized that I've been running away from a lot of things in my life ever since I was a child, really. I've avoided situations, I've shut down and I've not spoken my truth. I've people pleased because I didn't respect myself enough to understand that by trying to make everyone else happy in the process, this was actually harming myself. Um, And, you know, I didn't use the set boundaries for fear of not being liked, accepted or seen as good enough. And I spent most of my 20s and, you know, a big chunk of my 30s allowing fear to be the prominent driving force in my life. But through conscious effort and awareness, I've now started to live much more from this energy of love. So how I've kind of worked with it is that now I start to treat my body with so much more respect. You know, I literally throughout the day, I thank my body Um, and I thank it also with the food that I put in it and the way that I move it. So before I put food in my mouth, I'm like, how do I want to feel and why do I want to put this food in my mouth, you know? Do I want to feel good? Do I want to feel light in my stomach? You know, do I do I respect my body enough to feed it with nutritious food rather than putting junk in it? Um, I treat my mind with respect and care. And, you know, I do this by being conscious of the people that I spend time around. Being conscious and aware of what I read and the media and the movies that I watch, knowing that all of this stuff, if I'm not feeding myself with something that's nutritious, either into my body or into my mind, then I'll be full of junk. It literally really works like this. And I'm now much more aware um, to notice the fearful thoughts that arise and then start to change these into more loving thoughts, you know? And again, takes practice for sure. I am now much better at setting boundaries with myself and with others. And I'm constantly asking myself if, you know, job opportunities, social occasions are going to support me to feel good, energized and expansive so that I can decide whether it's a hell yes or it's going to be a kind no. And whilst the people pleasing thing, I mean, it's definitely still work in progress. I'm so much more aware of whether I'm doing things out of a sense of obligation or because I truly want to do them. Um, And another way that you can um, help determine whether a decision is being made from the energy of love or from the energy of fear is to start to notice how it makes your body feel. Now, I understand that, you know, talking to, to clients and, you know, friends about this, you know, it does take some time to fill into, um, particularly if, you, if you're if you not practicing something like um, a mind-body practice like yoga or tai chi, 
but I promise you that it's very much something that you can train yourself in over time. So I'll talk you through how you can work this. So notice, do you feel open, relaxed, excited, expansive in your body when considering an opportunity or making a decision? Or does it make you feel physically closed in, tight or tense in your body? So, you know, do you feel open, almost like open hearted, you know, do you feel open in that top part of the body or do you feel like the shoulders are rounding in, you want to protect, you're scared, notice how the body really starts to respond to, you know, what, what it's excited by and what it's not. You see, the body connects to the subconscious mind, the part of the mind that determines 90-something percent of what happens in our life. But the thing is, most of the time, unless we do something like hypnosis, deep breath work, meditation, it's often very difficult to know what's happening in the subconscious. So you've probably seen those... um, those uh, diagrams of you know the iceberg and so you know you've got the little pokey bit sticking out the top the top of the iceberg and then you've got this huge iceberg at the bottom well think of it like you know the conscious mind is that little top bit and the subconscious mind is that big chunky big bit at the bottom but the thing is most of the time it's hidden from our view yeah so um one of the things that we can do is to really work with the body reaction to give us some clues as to really what's going on here so these are you know, some additional signs that you can use to help you determine whether you're choosing or making decisions based on love or fear. And I just wanna give you one little caveat before I finish off this podcast episode um, by saying, of course, there is always discernment at play here, yeah? So with awareness and practice, you'll start to notice when the um, fearful mind, often also called the ego, gets involved in a decision. So the ego, fearful mind, it wants to keep you safe, keep you comfortable, but it may also want to run away from a decision, from a situation. It may also tell you that you're not ready, clever enough or capable enough. So when you are feeling called to grow and to expand, so that, you know, that feeling of growth and expansion coming from the heart place, coming from the soul, notice how the ego mind may want to get involved and start to try and keep you from taking the action towards what your heart is calling for. And so again, this is practice. So through awareness, start to notice the different energies at play within yourself. And if you've made the decision that you want to live your life from more love, from more expansion, from more kindness, from more growth, start to work with that fearful mind and take the actions towards more of a place of love. And I promise you that the more you practice this, the more you work up that love muscle, and the more you start to step into huge amounts of possibility, huge amounts of opportunity and excitement because you're aligned with your heart rather than following the fear. I really do hope that this helps you. Remember, as I've mentioned a number of times in this episode, that these tools, that they're not a quick fix. But I promise you that through constant and mindful practice, notice what begins to show up in your life. Notice how working with your body and mind in this conscious way provides so many gifts. 
And the key is to take action and to practice. It always is. It always has been. If you would like to know more about this, if you would like to connect with me, I offer 30-minute free um, coaching discovery course where we can get really clear as to what's going on in your life. I am so passionate about helping people to overcome their ego, fearful mind, step into a place of living their life from their hearts, following that feeling of fulfillment of purpose in life rather than the stress-ridden and fearful place that so many of us have been taught to live into and really I feel that it's time to really up-level our lives and step into the life that's really calling to us. So if you're interested, I'll leave a, um, a link at the bottom of this, um, this podcast episode so that you can book in and you'll go straight to my calendar so you can book in and it's no obligation. Thanks again for listening and I'm wishing you an absolutely brilliant day. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do share it with friends you think may benefit from the message. And if you'd like to rate the show and give it a review on iTunes, not only would I be so happy, but this will also help increase the show's visibility so that more people can benefit from the messages. I would love to connect with you. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is underscore Claire with an I and an E Bradshaw underscore. I so totally can't wait to connect with you soon. Have a beautiful day.